Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, I've got Mom here. Hey. Chris is here. Hi. How are we doing, friends? I'm good. We're, uh, we've had a very um, interesting day so far. We're digging deep dives into um, to things that really matter in this world, like the CIA and um, mind control. Where did this come from? Um, it came from, uh, if you want the, the long answer, San Francisco. Uh, during the Summer of Love at the Free Hyde uh, Clinic where they did experiments on people and made uh, people murderers via mind control. Now, we're, like, this is, this is fact? It's in a book. It's fact. Well, I'm generalizing a little bit, but Mom's about to dive into that world, so I won't give much, but I've been right. talking about conspiracy theories all day long. Well, conspiracy theories definitely seem to be getting uh, a lot more traction lately. I'm, I'm seeing a lot on uh, because online. there's no reason to trust anyone in our world and government. As you will know, they they I, of course they're getting more popular because we keep getting fucked with and we're just sitting here looking at looking. I, you know, I, as you will know, those of you that don't, I'll let you know. I'm an avid reader. I am thrilled to know that my son Christopher also loves to read. I do. So Christopher and I. We, we like to go to We try to share books when we can. And we share a lot when we can. And we went about two months ago and we bought Chaos, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the Secret History of the 60s by Tom O'Neill. Uh, he has read it and he was completely obsessed with it. I am I'm starting it today, but I feel like I almost don't have to read it because I heard so much about it from Christopher. Uh, I barely I barely scratched the surface. And it's and, not enough for me to hear it. You have to like see... Cause I, you know how I talk. I but just say shit. My point, you were so, oh yeah, so fascinated by it that I said to myself, I can't not read this book. So I am starting it today. Christopher has already finished. That's just a little, little did you know? Has nothing to do with today's podcast, but we thought we'd share. Mom, it's nice. I'm glad. But you it's did. bringing back my feelings of wanting to do the book club pod because I've been posting it because I normally don't post when I finish something because. Um, I don't think anyone gives a shit. No offense. I know that you do that. And I know a lot of people do the book thing. Reading's a big deal, Chris. No, now, well, I posted this one because I loved it so much. And I was right. like, you know what? If one person buys this book, and Tom O'Neill deserves that. Right. And I want to help Tom O'Neill. Not that he needs my help. He's on fucking Joe Rogan. But. um, Showing him love. That's yeah, I was like, all. let me just show love. Because I, you know, I wrote a book once. and um, Nobody did anybody show you love? You got well, love. I got a lot of love. I you was going to go the opposite way with that. I, I was overwhelmed with the amount of love that yes. I got with everyone except my publisher. So, um, uh, and I, I thank everyone for spending their hard-earned money on that book, with the exception of my publisher, who yes. did not spend any hard-earned money right. or do any hard work. But, but they didn't pay me. A lot of children are happy. Yeah, but now I said it publicly, and that feels better. 
You feel good about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. All right, little, I do. Little, little, little let off your chest. Right yeah, they, there. the balls are following me on Instagram the other day too. I probably shouldn't be going all this in on it. I don't know if I have legal obligations, but time's passed, right? It's been like eight years. It's okay. I have no idea how it works. I mean, like maybe, maybe you did. Maybe you just sent it to the wrong. Go place. in the city, find myself a fucking penny. Best shot That's I got. That's it. Uh, wow. <laughs> but no, but you, you also. <laughs> no, it was great. How many people have told you that they read that to their children? At a lot time? of, especially my friends, and I love that. I'm joking about that. I mean, I'm not joking about not getting paid. I got paid once, but besides that. It was a very cool experience. And I loved watching how it affected other people. That's kind of, Mom, your point that I'm getting at. That, you know, a lot of people said really nice things when I wrote the book. And I was like, you know what? I will always do that when I get the chance. I'll always either tweet or, or post or Instagram. If I really love the book, I'm going to say it. So I did. And I got a big feed, big response. And I'm wondering if we should have done that book called Podcast. We no, teased. it's not the end of the world. You could do it. We're people, here. People were excited about it. Do it. Find yourself a partner. They, uh, they were very excited about it. And, and uh, you know, look, I, I like to. Uh, um, we do have a couple of chimes before I get into our first question. Um, but um, in other family news, we're going on uh, the first man trip in some time, I guess. Well, did, did, did we do? Did we film a, a Vegas? A, we a, did one, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So if you guys remember, uh, Man's with Children fame, we went to Vegas. I don't think we've done one since. That was the last uh, one we did. No, you did Tennessee. That was the first one Kentucky, we did. Kentucky, Tennessee. Where'd you go with the with the uh, uh, Kentucky? We did. That yeah. was the very first one. Though. The very first one, and then um, we yeah we did we did uh, Vegas. You didn't do a quick Florida. I I I do a Florida trip with my like with no, my with friends Dad, every no, now with, and like then. With, no, the I did when I, again no. when I was a kid. No. Well, you know, you could thank me for that because I was supposed to go, and I said to Daddy, you know what? Why don't you make this a man trip? I think it would be a wonderful. Uh, idea for you boys because you've all been working very very hard it's been a wild couple of years in this household right so go on a man trip we're going to munich a little weekend in munich we are uh we are leaving for um for germany we're leaving very soon i haven't booked a hotel yet i should probably do that we could share but like that's not vacation any of us yeah all. i mean well that's a, that's a lot more man of a man trip than than yeah. you know we originally set out for so i mean that um um uh, it's going to be fun. So our, our uh, of dear Albie fame and just football fame, uh, of course, um, but also known as uh, uh, one of the original um, OG dear Albie like co-host. episode one co-host dear Albie. So Marcus has done an amazing job at the NFL. He's got a uh, a, a big role in getting the first game out in Germany, and, and we're going to head out there to support him. So that's going to be pretty wild. He speaks I- of Marcus Kuhn. Yes. Yes, that's what I said. Marcus. You said Marcus. Yeah. No, Marcus Kuhn. Yes. So Marcus Kuhn, you guys know from I you know. I so But we're going to see Marcus in his homeland. Yeah, we're very excited to see him. Who is a speak. very very dear family friend. Who I also don't yes. think I've seen since COVID started. You say that and I always want to fight you on it, but I I can't I don't think I can prove it wrong. I Remember cuz you didn't go to my birthday when we were all together. That's when you saw him like your birthday that's when Alby didn't go to your birthday right. when Marcus did. That's, that's what had time. happened. Uh, one of us had that's to when work. you would have yeah. saw him. One of us had it, it was there. a Monday. I, I feel like it's I a get Monday. A, I get a lot of flack yeah. for Shows doing everybody to. else's job. Uh, that's, what, okay. that's what you do. Uh, that um back as I do your know, fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um no but I don't think I've seen him since then. So I don't we we don't have a plan, right? I, I got to feel like we're going to end up in museums pretty much uh, almost exclusively this whole whole time. That's a big museum buff in general. This is going to be a very fun tug of war because I've done two things uh, for a lot of my life. I shouldn't say all my life. One thing is go to New York City and aimlessly wander around and drink with Marcus and um, look for debauchery, right? And now that he's a dad he's and, a, and a grown man, yes, um, it's less debauchery. It's a little bit more grown-up fun. 
but it's still fun. It's still fun. You know, we go bar to bar and we have a nice time. He's one of those people that but, you find in life that's like, damn, I found a good one. Yeah, he's a good. I, I, have, I, I always say I'm very proud of one thing. I think we've collected good friends, mostly pretty good people. So. That's what I do with Marcus, right? Al, we bounce around. We have no plan. What's the, That place smells good. Let's go in there. That place smells bad. Let's go in there. So those are the things that we do. Then there's my dad, where we do the very opposite of a wander. We just follow a plan to the letter. And if there was an ounce of history over like two decades old, we're going to be absorbing all of it. Well, And there you, is a chock full of history in Munich. Do you remember the infamous Italy trip? Yeah. That I don't. I think our I'm, tour guide got bored. We quite literally went and tracked down bones of saints. Well, that was great. If like, there was that a, was that was pretty great. If there was a cross in someone's rearview mirror, we stopped we to see it. it and get the story of yes, when they bought or a it. painting. It was a lot. It was a lot, and you were so young. Not really. I was college age. I wasn't in college, but, but I, co- I should have been. I was twenty. I remember so that. So at twenty years old, do you want to be looking at paintings and basilicas like nonstop? I went back to Italy later in life. Um, with my friends and our goal our what we shook on was all learning is done by noon i think that's a great that's a great way to do things you wake up at nine whatever you want to go see the you know the the cathedral you want to go see this that you want to go see the david by noon actually joe we went to the david (laughs) we have we have a joe joe my cousin yeah gave me a recommendation when i was in florence um to get chinese food in Florence and it's right outside the David and the only thing we did a little later in the afternoon was go see the David because we wanted to eat Chinese for lunch and we went a little later and I will say best Chinese food I ever had is in Italy the David was just there no biggie David was a part well I also did all of the stuff with you and dad prior to because we did all this shit we did everything twice yes so when I was with my friends I just kind of skimmed through all that and let's not I don't I don't want to poo poo but Christopher is a major history buff he loves all these things we love going to museums together yeah, etc but like that Maybe trip once, was just it's too much a lot because it was a lot of like here's a church you would have never heard of you have no reason to heard of and an artist that you've never heard of and honestly if you don't love like love renaissance art you don't know who it is but let's see it anyway where we really could have been at a bar and sat 20 minutes looking at a painting telling us about the history of why the strokes changed and why this changed and like after three minutes you're yeah. gone yep. you're gone that was tough and it was hot out it was hot as hell great trip loved it it was my my husband and I's 25th anniversary trip well dad dad did say on this trip and this is going to be interesting he, he said as while as a rule he's not a drinker he's, he's not interested in seeing going to a German beer hall to experience it. He's a one in Rome type of guy. <clears throat> I don't know. Get what him drunk. To oh, get him fucked up. Get him drunk. Get the old man at drunk. all. Well, here's the thing. We're in Marcus's. No pun intended, because we're going to a football game. We should probably. That's we're going to the first ever NFL game in Germany. Uh, Marcus was kind enough to invite us to that um, and kind of show us around his home, his home country, which is super exciting. But um, I'm more into seeing Marcus on his home turf, and and Marcus is a uh, he is he's Gaston. Yes, and, and I think a it, true brute. If, no, but he's to yes. have, and we've met his friends at his wedding who are wonderful people. But they are like they get busy when you get to the to the old beer hall. Marcus is Gaston with a kind heart. He know who he is. He's what's his name from uh, Moana. Listen, yeah, you've always said that one. I, 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 I was in, in Spain. Um, we had uh, uh, the, their wedding, which was lovely, and it was. Um, one of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to. Amazing. And and listen, we were really, truly put to the test of keeping up. Chris and I are smaller guys compared to everybody else who was over six foot something. And there was a moment when the sun was coming up that a, a 
small breeze, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong here, a small breeze could have just put me over. I'm like, I'm tired. It's like five something in the morning. And I like just for whatever reason, feel myself like as if I was starting to fall asleep standing up. And I snap out of it and I turn around, I look around, and Marcus and all his friends are there, and Marcus goes, I respect that what you just did because that was a victory. That was a victory. <laughs> this is how this is all I'll say about his friends because I don't know them enough to to feel like I can out. Their but they'll all be there this but weekend. Every time they have a drink, like Street Fighter, they go round one and then they all go fight, and, but and that these, goes these all the way up to like round like six thirty. Six foot five and above, they're monsters. <laughs> so they're but what a wonderful group. What a wonderful! I'm happy mm. for you guys, and I'm happy you're having your man trip. I think it's well deserved. You've all worked extraordinarily hard over these past two years through all the chaos of COVID and all that it brought with us. And I think you are uh, uh, well deserved to have a wonderful time with your dad. Well, I'm excited. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a very fun trip. We'll make sure we're posting and stuff like that. It's gonna make be make sure a, daddy a, buys me uh, something nice uh, and brings time. it home. We will definitely be on that. Okay. So um, I don't know what the weather's like out there right now. Cold. Cold. Okay. Daddy said this morning. You know, Daddy. He was mm. well, he was watching Marcus. Actually, was was on some sort of. He was uh, uh, co-hosting Good Morning Football this morning. And mm. they had people out on the streets. I will tell you this: they were all wearing winter coats, hats, such. Interesting. Such. All right. So we're gonna have to see how that goes. Um, really quick, it's gonna be a little bit of a rapid fire, dear Albie. You guys had a ton of questions, and everyone's been patient, so I want to get to a bunch of things. So here's a good one, dear Albie. I had thrown this out the other day to my husband as an idea for him. He's got a bit of a technology addiction. I'm curious if you've heard of this. There's a technology rehab out where I am from that I suggested that he should check out. I just think it would help him get more grounded and in tune with. What is going on around him instead of being stuck in his phone? And I think a lot of other people can benefit also. I'm curious if you've ever heard of this and if that's something that you think you would recommend to other people or potentially yourself, Albie, first of all. Albie, I was on my phone. <laughs> what kind of you weren't listening and you were on your phone? Wow. <laughs> so the answer is yes. Can I'm I tell you what I spent yes. the whole time I doing? I was a little distracted too. I was a little distracted too, but you want to know what I was doing? I was trying to think of what I would name a tech rehab. Wait a minute. So it's a tech rehab. Go upstairs. Like if you're addicted so you to your phone. Into, you go into rehab. I'll call yeah. it probably unplugged. And you, take, and you take your phone, I suppose, and, and you just give it to them. Oh, yes. And you're not exposed to your phone for however long you're Two there. people in this life around me that are so addicted to their phones. Okay? Two people. Okay. Your father. Mm-hmm. And your sister. So you would send them to a tech rehab. Tech rehab. I think Al can go to tech rehab. Al can go to tech rehab? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'd be like, no, I'm way too busy <laughs> for this. What are you guys talking about? Um, but Al engages. Like when Marky's here and stuff like that, he engages. He'll, You know what I mean? Daddy and Lauren are addicted. What would you – but what – I mean, maybe it's just me that cares. What would you name that center? Like Unplugged seems like a good one, but it's a little too cute, right? It's got to be like something. What would you name the tech addiction place? Um, that's a good question. I, I don't. I don't know. I, w- I would say uh, um, techno. Oh, techno. You know, boom. Nice. You know, I I don't know. I, I, yeah, it, to to me, I feel like naming it after a tech. Like if you called it airplane mode, I kind of feel like it really defeats the purpose. Like why name it a tech based thing? Like why 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 torture them with yeah, your like logo everywhere? Like, like peaceful kind of like you know what I mean? Like a peaceful name. All right, we'll get into that. We'll we'll come up with some names. But, I'm gonna say <clears> this. Well, what was the question? Yes to you. In yes to the yes <laughs> you should to, go to rehab too. Yeah, should there should be a rehab. No, there should be a rehab for it because I think 
as wonderful. Well, there is a rehab for it. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, yeah we should probably yeah, restart no, they're, the question. They're, they're, no, I was answering an email that was very important about my new cooking okay. YouTube show. Well, I'm very excited for you. <laughs> okay. But <clears throat> the bottom line, though, is do you think that she should say to her husband, or, or well, really, the, the, the read I, I get on it is number probably one. text it to him, if anything. Had, had, I, had I heard about it. Post it. Have I heard about it? No, I haven't. <laughs> I had not heard about a tech rehab. I'm not. Is uh, there such a thing? Yes, <laughs> mom. Oh my, <laughs> I'm only oh, my I'm jo- I'm jo- I'm with you. go ahead. oh my god. I'm only joking. Oh my god. I'm playing with you. Go ahead. This poor girl. So no, I, I, but uh, do you think that would come off insulting for if she were to bring that up to him? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Because I mean, what's he do for work? Does it say? No, it doesn't. Here's the thing. Because if it's something that's like, I got to, I got to, because it's very easy to defend how busy you are and how important your work on your phone is as if no important fucking decisions were made before 2010. Correct. Like, that's the thing that bothers me. Everyone acts like, I need to be on my phone. Otherwise, things don't get done. So like, well, that's weird because everything got done before right. before very recently. I think that they're, they're, they're right now it is a dangerous time with these phones. I read an article the other day about how humanity, the shape of the human body, is going to change by the year. Our thumbs. No, not only thumbs, our necks looking down. We're going to have humps on the back of our necks because we're looking down. Our thumbs are going to be larger. We look like aliens because everyone's so attached. And to we're their not even going to be allowed to make fun of them. You know. So, and it will be. I I, I thought about it. What was in uh, the year twenty twenty? So like three thousand, is it right? Marky will be alive. When I said to myself, I saw this, I said, so Marky will be alive to see this. That's how I always gauge things, right? And I thought to myself, this is nuts because truly, also you have parents monitoring their children with their iPads, their iPhones. It has become an addiction. You can say it's not. It is a wonderful tool. It is a wonderful thing, but it's also the freaking devil. It has become an addiction. How can we help this? What does she need? This lady? Well, I mean, I, I think we all. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't think that, we did a good job by well, her. Well, I, I, I just feel like we, we, um, what she wants is, is, do we feel that tech rehab is a good idea, and should she recommend it to someone to get more grounded? And I think that's a pretty interesting. You know, you know what you should do. You know what you do? You Google it, the tech rehab, and you put it next to his phone when he can't see. That's how your phone gets information from yes. other people. Yes, it they talk it. to each other. They talk to so each it'll other. pop up on his phone, and maybe that'll give him the idea, he and you kind of beat him at its own game. He won't see it. He won't consider himself to be addicted. He won't. I think I, it should definitely be a thing. I also think it should be – do you remember when like all this tech, well, all apps first started? They There was a 60 minutes – I don't know why you guys remember this. I think I watched it by myself, but – that there was a lawsuit, and now they now they change this, but they didn't allow you to put a time limit on apps of like how often you're allowed to use them. And it was like a they there was a vote, and they voted against it. It was like, like it was like illegal for Apple to do it. And then it turned out they made a new law against it, where like you kind of have to. And like that's a very fast evolution. Yes. So I don't know what we don't know. I, I do believe that a lot of relationships. Mind control, man. I'm telling you. I think a lot of relationships suffer because of technology, fast phones. I won't say computers, uh, fast phones, smartphones. I won't say computers. I'll say smartphones. Um, because even if like, Dad and I love to go to great restaurants. It's a thing of ours that we like to go to Michelin star restaurants, wherever we are, and just sit and dine and enjoy a great meal together because he doesn't have that much time to do that. Do you know how many times I'm sitting in these fabulous, wonderful restaurants and everybody's on their phones? And you just go, we go to have lunch, you know, I, I try to have lunch with my kids as often or dinner with my kids as often as possible. And you look around a restaurant and everybody's at their, on their phones. And Christopher, you are always a champion of that saying, everybody put down your phones. 
let's talk to each other. And there are people that are, the other day I was driving, getting on the uh, highway, this woman was driving so erratically, and I said to myself, she's on her phone. Guaranteed, she's on her phone. She is driving so erratically. Sure enough, I pull up beside her, she's on her phone. It becomes an addiction, it becomes problematic. It can become, I believe, problematic in a relationship where you try to talk to somebody and they're not listening to because they're always on their phone. No doubt. So I don't have a problem with her doing that. If she feels it's affecting her relationship, then it's something that certainly needs to be addressed. And he maybe does have an, a problem. And I do believe it is an addiction. You know, if you, if you lose your, you know what, you lose your glasses, you lose your, I don't know, your, your laptop, you lose your, your, whatever, your shoes. All right, we'll find it. You lose your iPhone, you want to lo lose your mind. Find my phone, call me, find it. It becomes like I need to find my, this right away. So I think it is a problem. I do, especially now for younger children. Uh, they, because they're grown, growing up with it. Uh, I think Mar Lauren does a good job with Marky in, in monitoring how long she's on it. Marky's definitely one of the... For, for Lauren being so phone-obsessed, Yes, um, Marky is very, very... She, she reads. She likes to play with dolls. Right. She's very rarely... Honestly, I don't even know of her asking for her iPad. I know that she likes it near. Like, right. like if I need it, you know, I, I we, want it. Listen... If you are a parent and your child is on their device at a restaurant, I have no problem with that because it keeps them occupied. It keeps them busy when in, in an atmosphere where they're not always so comfortable. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. But I, I think you do have to monitor that with your children. And certainly if you feel it's affecting your relationship and you if there is something out there that could probably or hopefully help you and their relationship and bring recognition to him as to how much time he's spending on his smartphone or whatever it is. What's it's, it's the same thing. So what? It's and mind controls the thing guys. Well, look, I mean, I think it's also, uh, you know, what are they, what are they reading, watching, processing all that stuff? Because I'll tell you this too. There's, there's a lot of different ways that like, you know, you could be using your phone detrimentally. It's very easy to go down a rabbit hole these days. Um, you know, what's not a detriment if you're going to use, an app, your phone, laptop, anything to 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 really immerse yourself in something. I'll tell you what, we get a lot of these sponsors. This legit is is one of my favorites. Masterclass. And mom, you would be obsessed <gasps> with Masterclass. Love Masterclass. You're on it too? Daddy got me Masterclass as a gift. Really? I didn't know yes. that. Yes, love. So yeah, they came on. Al, you're coming up with some good ones. I'm uh, proud you of know you. What? It's the, the team is doing an amazing job. Um, good. You know, uh, uh, shout out to Sahiba. We love her very much. Um, but... No joke, I am obsessed with Masterclass. I know I actually did a read on this with, with Chris a while back, and then I was going through the Bob Iger classes. Um, but to tell you guys that might not know, so with Masterclass, you learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. And they've got a ton of really amazing courses. Um, you can learn makeup from Bobby Brown. I'm actually on Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bobby Brown? No, I'm telling you. Guys, listen to me. Bobby Brown's great. Everybody no, talking not about that. That's not, not Bobby Brown. Not that Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Um, masterclass um, from him. I think Masterclass is great. I've I've subscribed to many of them over the years. Um, and no joke, I am very proud of you for getting this get because it's something I truly believe in. Um, they really are. And on, look, I'm a big um, believer in general of. You know, try it like you know. I, I like to be a bit of a sponge, but I did the the Bob Iger course, which I absolutely loved. There's, you know, I even told Urbano. There's uh, uh, Anna Wintour has a class. There's listen, 
there's everything and anything that you are interested that there are people on there that will teach you and i'm not just talking you know okay some guy these are icons in their industry um and i daddy uh got me a subscription years ago and i i didn't know that Yes. I didn't know that at all. Yes. I told Chris because you have Thomas Keller's got uh, yes. classes on there. There's a lot, and there's oh, they're always adding too, which is really really great. But um, their their lessons are amazing. The annual membership is only one hundred and eighty dollars. There's a lot, a lot, a lot uh, to get out of it, and I am just truly obsessed. It's really really great, and you can go at your own pace. So. Um, I highly recommend you guys check it out. You can get unlimited access to every class. And as a Dear Abby listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. So go to masterclass.com slash Dear Abby now. That's masterclass.com slash Dear Abby for 15% off a masterclass. Well, I'm a member without the 15%. Uh, yeah, and you know what? what? I'm all about it because you know what? You do learn things. Well, I, and it's great to hear them. Uh, talk and talk about their business and their passions. It's wonderful. Well, we appreciate who, uh, you know, you, you, you being a member, mom, making helping make this possible. Hey, I'm here for you guys. But no, um, but they're awesome. So thank you guys and uh, love the site. So um, keep up the good work there. We had a ton of chimes. Also, can I just say something? Yes, guys? I'm putting out there in the universe <laughs> that I want to be. <laughs> you want to be what? I'm just scrolling through Instagram as you're doing the commercial. I want to be <laughs> Donnie Marie Osmond's friend. <laughs> You want to be Donnie Marie Osmond's friend? You know what? From? And we'll note that. <laughs> what do they have going on? You've been you know you've been obsessed with them for way too long. I love Donnie Osmond. I used to have his posters on my wall as a child, and I just decided that I think we could be friends. Every time I hear Donnie Marie Osmond, I'm shocked that they're still with us. You know what? They're making a comeback. Da- Marie's been Doubt out it. there. No, Vegas residents, because you don't follow. They've had a Vegas residents. You, you didn't do it. You do a show. Love for them as I do. They've been. It doesn't mean they're coming back just because you like them. You know what, Donnie like, Marie? I'm you, here for you. you <laughs> You, can, you didn't do you a show like Chumbawamba. That doesn't mean I they're coming it. back. I met Donny Osmond 25 years ago on the streets of Manhattan. The way you said it, too. Like, you brought back the the, no. the accent was back. I want to be Donny Marie Osmond's friend. I'm okay. putting it out I'm there. Gonna, okay. And we're all with you. We'll all support you. <laughs> I just saw them on Instagram. I follow them both. Maybe you get checked into the same tech rehab. <laughs> I would like to know... Um, just sharing. How many people listening to this know who Donnie Marie Osmond is? A are? lot. Don't you step on Donnie Marie in my presence. Okay. Don't do it. Marie Osmond is an icon. She's got the dolls. Okay. She's the, the, <laughs> Donnie Osmond. We don't have to talk about Donnie Osmond. Go away, little girl. Puppy love all those so things. So you're you're like a real Swifty for the Osmond family. Love you'll them. you'll fight for them. In Good my for childhood. You. And Good. you know what? Good for them. They keep they're keeping it alive. They're doing their thing. They have to hate stopping. each other though. They have to. They, they have to. It's been way too long. They're Mormons. It's all love there. Are they Mormon? They? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rich girl? He's saying rich girl, right? Rich girl. <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't? I was going to say, that's so material for a guy no. like him. <laughs> and you're going too far. That's not Donny Osmond? Is that Hall and Oates? I thought it was Donny Osmond. No, I'm sure that's you Hall and Oates. No, it don't matter Hall anyway. You can rely on yeah, your old man's buddy. You can rely on It's sure. a bitch, girl. I don't think he says bitch in it. <laughs> no, I definitely, not no, he def- no, he definitely does Donnie say bitch in it. He doesn't call like her that. a bitch no, in it. It's a, bi- it's a bitch girl, It's a bitch girl. It's a bitch, I think. And you're going too far. No, there's a Joel Santana version where he does that. No, I'm pretty sure in the the Hall and Oates. It's Hall and Oates, Chris. You guys you guys talk about whatever you're going to talk about. It is Hall and Oates. You're right about that. I'm putting out there. I want to be Donnie Marie. Wait, well, now that we're here, do you think they call her a bitch in Rich Girl? Because I don't think they do. Who? 
You just both said they say bitch and rich girl. It's a bitch girl. I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Pretty yeah. sure. Um, <clears throat> while you're looking for that, uh, we did have a number of chimes um, on the swing thing. Um, one with uh, some pretty wow. interesting info. Bitch, right? Yeah, they say, it's a bitch. They yeah, don't call her a bitch. bitch yeah, it's a bitch. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, dear Albie, I just listened to the pod about swingers. One of my good friends, let's call her Beth. <clears throat> met her now long-term boyfriend at a swinger club slash sex club at a place called Princeton. They met at the club, but at the time they met, he was with his wife at the club. This is what she told us. His wife wasn't into it, but was trying to make the relationship work. So here comes my friend to show her the lifestyle. Clearly it didn't work since he divorced her and now has a sugar daddy swinger relationship with my friend. So confusing. Judgy. I'm confused. Clearly, it didn't work since he divorced her. Right. And now has a sugar. Okay, so he is the sugar he's daddy. He's a sugar daddy okay, to the it. friend. Um, he's also. She had. She was a swinger. <clears throat> She's given me a lot of information right. about who this guy is. So she I'm gonna was back a swinger. Up this a he little poo-pooed bit. it, but now has a relationship. But with apparently, a the guy was was on TV, and he did a sign on the show to say he was a swinger. Um. Same couple tried to recruit myself and friend to go with her. This is what she told us about the club. Couples are charged $90 for one night, and a single person is $60. You can go, you can only go with a couple that has a membership. Go ahead. Can I raise my hand for you a question? Can. Go ahead. So you've got couples and you have singles. Does that make it a threesome? You can walk in as a couple, or you can walk in as a single person. If you're a single person, you're really not a couple, so you have no other person. So does that make it a threesome? I don't know what it does, ma. I feel like you get in there and you figure. Well, it there's out. double teams too. Correct. You know, there's not there's, there's so kind of yeah three people's so really not I, swinging. That's really more involved. You know what? There's more to the to the to the email. I'm not sure that there was a menu prepared. I have um, to say, by the way, there's we'll not see. an essentials for Donny Osmond on Apple, which makes him not that good. Don't you don't you Go trash ahead. my Donny? Back to Go ahead. Okay. Um, you can only go with a couple that has a membership. So an extra, a couple could bring a friend. That sounds right. Yeah. You, you have to be basically invited in yeah. by a member. Yes. Yeah. It's like a only, golf club. I'm trying you can't to just understand. walk in. Correct. Uh, Much like a golf club, there's 18 holes or so. And. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Chris, um, your mother's here. There are theme <laughs> nights. You said some shit last week. You're just asking about a, what's the difference between a threesome and a. And a well, that's and an orgy. one person and going I worry without about... a partner. All right, so go ahead. It, it, it's a thruple at that point. A thruple. Um. There are theme nights, vampire slash furry nights, and other Fun. things like that. They frown Fun, upon your mother a, said. Uh, they frown upon a single guy going, but love when couples come in single women. They do the key night as a theme. You typically do not bring anything besides alcohol. They all get drunk. There is a toy bin, so no need to bring your own. Gross. Now, gross. That's, gross. gross. Like you, you bring you you a thousand percent BYOT. A hundred percent. I don't even think that. I want to see you bring a new you, package. Yeah, I want to see you take it out of a package. Brand new. I want to see it come. I'm, I'm not, sure they you, you watch them put it into like put it into a package or like. You know what? I think <laughs> they're lying. Come out of I think it's a dirty toy bin. I think it's a filthy toy bin. It's gross. It's gross. Um. I could, by the way, I could be much funnier about this, and I'm choosing not to. Because I'm here. That's why I'm being quiet. Do I have yeah. to leave? Should no, I leave? but I was just going to, I'm not going to start. You know what? That's why my boys are great. Yeah. Appreciate you. You got it. Love. There are also different rooms for what you want. Watching girl on girl, only oral, BDSM room, etc. 
What's BDSM? I don't. I need to know that because that's the name of a friend's fantasy B- football team, and I never understood what it was. I, is, B- that, is that D Dominatrix? S N M B D S N M. Well, I was actually gonna. Yeah, I was gonna. I I went with don't say that you know what that means in front of your mom, and mom knew it, so right. that 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 went worse than I thought it was gonna go. This was her selling pitch to us so they can host their own theme night. And no, Chris, I'm not involved in this club. It's giving cult vibes. <laughs> I, that was she's not bad because that was my expression. All right, so let's it's a lot this. of what let's I heard. Let's recap this because I'm so confused at this point. Al, give me the cliff notes on what that email was just about. Do you even know what it was about? It's a chime. About oh, a we chime. on the phone again. It was a chime <laughs> with, with the rules of the club. If you're right. a couple, you go in. All right, for so it wasn't a question. Well, clearly it's not Fight Club because there's first rule about Fight Clubs. You don't talk about. You don't fight talk club. About she's fight not club. in the club, right? So was she, she a talk, guest? So she's like a reporter about it. Well, she, she was pitched. It she seems. was pitched, right? Can you go and give us updates on what happened? Maybe we're a GoPro. Uh, Listen, somebody it's a whole else underworld. Did. It's a whole underworld. You know what? And I don't have a problem with it. See, do you think they'd be okay if people went in there and maybe they wore like a tie? And if you're wearing a tie, that means you're just there to observe to see if it's for you. Well, I like that. Kind of like a like a, a red means don't a red come bow near tie me. Means stop. Yellow means I'm considering. Green yes. means yes, I'm like game. a party yes. with that, like the cup party. I yeah. like that. We had another chime on it, dear Albie. Hello, I'm listening to the podcast, and apparently the swinging with everyone picking a key is a pretty common thing. I'm from Montville. Wow, nearby. Wow. Hop, skip, and a jump. Jersey guys, uh, Jersey. Whole Foods. And stop. in high school, wow. oh, that's Wegmans up there. Uh, I think busy, so. Busy Coke, vale. pineapple section. Vale. Oh, so this is Montville. Love you, um, I'm from Montville, and in high school, I remember hearing about something called the Montville Key Club, which was a supposed swingers group where everyone would throw their keys in and pull out a key at the end of the night, just like you guys talked about on the podcast. Not sure if this club is still around. This is almost 20 years ago. And that there, 20 years ago, that there were talks around town about it. You know Here's what? Thing. Can, one, one more thing. Go. If I'm a, someone that goes to these parties, I'm probably Ubering. What's that do for me? Do I, I have to bring a key? Like, do I have to bring an ancillary key? You have to bring an ancillary key. Okay. Okay. A true story, because even so, you have a BMW, you have a Mercedes key. How do you know which is what? By the by, the keychain. Or I'm or is there a moment where like everyone? Because my key, like I have a Chevy, right? And my key is not on anything. It's just the remote. That's right. all I carry with right. me to the car because I lose my keys so often that I don't want anything important to happen to get lost. What were to happen though if there's like four Chevy keys? Correct. Do you, you just know. start? Do you all go to the driveway and like hit lock and like, oh, that one's mine? I think it's more the key chain. I'm guessing. But what if there's not a chain? Is my point. well, I think that's the thing they do. Here's my thing. I have no problem with you all. The what? With all you all. The, all, the, all, the, all, she looked oh me right God. in the face. I, when I, she I, said I thought it. I thought she said I had no problem with the or. Uh, oh, oh my God! No, the, what, the, the, horrible, uh, what a horrible! The swinger community. I don't have a well, problem with them. I think I think it's they're expressing themselves, and I think they're having a good time, and I think they're mature about it, and I think that they're keeping it private and they're very under the radar. And that I, I it's, it's. I actually great. think they're more mature than the people that criticize them. Like I this person, I'm not mad at. This person's not criticizing them. She's just kind of letting us know she got invited, and that's something. That's a story worth telling. Well, I mean, so I'm like, cool with like, that. Well, you know what? Not for nothing. That's got to be a pretty big component. If you are, if you are in this club, right? You, I would assume, want new keys in the bathroom. Right. Sure. Okay. You want to see? You know what I mean? And 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 I'm wondering the etiquette aspects and you start of to it know for each me other's are very keys. fascinating. Don't you start to know each other's keys? True story. Are they blindfolded? 
Question, mm-hmm. are you blindfolded when you pick the key? No, it might just be one of those where you yeah. reach in and grab a key. Mm. And is know. there like, a, there, there, I would assume there's got to be a president of the club but or something like can that? Can I tell is you what I respect a... about swingers? Mm-hmm. Do you know any group of any people, any age that can keep this much of a secret? No. And you know what? They're happily no one keeps doing secrets anymore. Thing. Nobody keeps them. a secret. I think it's fine. They're, Talk about no phones. They're everybody doing great. knows what they're walking into. Everybody accepts and understands it. Okay, I think it's a wonderful part as as a married couple. It's exciting and it's fun for them. As a single person, it's exciting and it's fun for them. So everybody wins because everybody's going there willingly and knowingly, knowingly and accepting it. And I have no problem with it. And they're very private about it, which I respect. So good for them. I gotta feel like though, in this day and age, especially in the burbs, right? And you know, we're talking about New Jersey suburbs. Um, for this to still exist and be a thing, okay, is pretty interesting with, with social media and everything being involved. I, I There's got to be a couple of stories out there of like, oh, hey, yeah, you know, like somebody's commenting on pictures and like, yeah, wild night last week. But the, No, you know I, I, mean? I feel like they're not. I, I feel I, like I, they I respect, really respect the thing. It. Yeah. I think they respect what they've got. I think that's my yeah. infatuation with yes. this is that people, I can't keep, I mean, I can keep a secret, right? But like- It'd be hard for me to not be like, see that guy over there? Yeah. He's in my swinger club. Yeah, he's my swinger Like at a restaurant or something. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. We are amongst them, and we don't know it. Leah? And that, to me- Same as aliens. Good for you. They're they're living a lifestyle that makes them happy and, and complete and fulfilled in whatever shape or fashion. And they're that keeping it is. us out of it, right? Everyone does no that, drama. right? Everyone does what they want to do. Oh, I do what I like. I do what I'm passionate. About. I do what my culture tells me I, I grew up doing. And I'm going to make it your fucking problem. I'm going to make sure you love well, it and you respect think, it. Do and you, you think, try it? They're not like we want to be called swingies. We want to be called this, and like we want to be accepted they're, at the workplace. No, they're just going to go home or to their friend's house, grab a key. Bang that person, go home, quietly living their lives happily. And no judgment, no pontification, no nothing. They're not trying to shove it down our throats with, this is my culture, this is what I'm. That's not for you. (laughs) If you give them the chance. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. (laughs) I, I think they're doing it right. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just, I'm there's, there's a lot of, look, there's a lot of, you know, obviously we've talked about, it might be the number one topic that's come up on this show consistently. So I'm going to actually jump into another question, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I, every time it comes up, I get more interested in the bylaws. So, uh, honestly, keep it coming on the chimes. Um, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I guess you're going to keep it coming on the swingers thing. That's a pretty easy pun there. Uh, anyway, here we go. Dear Albie, um, Went over everybody's head because it was in everyone's face. Was I got it. No, I'm coming in. Okay, great. No, it's fine. Thank, Thank, you Thank you so much. much. I appreciate it. Yeah, great. Should we all take a break and laugh um, for a minute? Um, dear Albie, a uh, bit of a <clears throat> sorry, a bit of a downer question here. I'm going to try and keep this brief, but I am very upset. My husband of nine years and I have had a great relationship, but he has a major gambling problem. It's gotten bad to the point now where it doesn't seem like he can control it. However. He goes in spurts where he at least promises me that this doesn't seem to be happening. For moments, it doesn't seem to be affecting his mood, but then I can always kind of tell when a night progresses how he's reacting if he got back into his quote-unquote hobby. Is this something that you think I should really try much harder to nip in the bud because every time I bring up this problem, it does seem to cause quite a big argument between the both of us. What do you think at this stage is the best course of action for me, leave it being accepted or try and sit down and get him help without necessarily even knowing what the result might end up being. Here's my, I would have follow-ups. To me, a gambling problem 
is when it's affecting what's going on at home. And right now it seems like that's happening through the way you feel. But what is it? Is he distracted? Is he get does he get really mad on Sundays at 8:30? What happens or is it just like he's just not pleasant when he's gambling? Or is it like that was our kids' private school fund or that you gambled away? That to me is a problem, right? Or the so car payments not is it affecting your the, home life? The way you approach him, yes. you got to be careful because it's a slippery slope to say you have a gambling problem and he might turn around and say like Al, you and I I haven't bet in a while, but you'll bet on Sundays 50 cents, I think, is the most that you'll bet. I find this very funny. Um, I quite literally will go on to an app and bet 25 cents to win um, five or six million dollars. I don't think she's talking uh, about that. Happens. No, no, I know, but, but my point is, but you take it very seriously. Is what I'm getting, like, no, I don't take no, it seriously. No, but, you, like, but I'll you know. catch you say, like, give me a sack here, and you'll be excited about the opportunity of you maybe winning money. It's just she, me being funny. She needs to have a true perspective of on what how much is. money he's gambling. Because I'll gamble, I gamble on sports, not jokingly, right? If I think I think I feel good about something, or if I watch have to watch the NCAA football game, but I don't this, care about don't, the end. So I'll bet it. But his, no, if, hold on. Go ahead. And if I'm pissed, and it, honestly, I don't ever bet enough that I'd be upset about losing. It's more, I bet a small amount to try to win a big amount. Um, but it's still enough that, you know, I shouldn't, you know, that it won't affect my mood. Like, Motherfucker, right? And I'll walk away. And that's kind of it. But if you were to say, wow, Chris really, he, he might have a gambling thing. And you'll look at me like, he's lost $70 since 2012. But let me ask but you this. Like, you know, is it his mood and it's not that yes. much money? Or is it his money? Is it his mood that's affecting the family dynamic? Okay. Is it the money Just that's affecting the family? know how big of a problem it is before you bring it up. Is it the money that's affecting the family, um, you know, survival? <laughs> what is my mortgage getting paid? Are my bills getting paid? Are we going into debt? Is he becoming uh, abusive? Like, shut up. Does he become morose and not be able to talk to? Does it affect my home life? It, and that's this a problem. sounds like a joke. It's not. If you really want to know how big of a problem it is, if he's watching Hawaii football at like one o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night, this sounds like a joke. It's not. That's a small thing. And you're not from Hawaii. Yeah, that's yeah, unless you're from Hawaii. Um, that's different. But, but like, that's Hawaii football is like that is what you do if you bet too look, much. Look, I think it's like anything else. If it's a problem that's it's a problem when the interaction with whatever it is, it could be that, it could be drinking, it could be anything, is taking away from what the true life obligations ultimately are. When that happens, whether it's your kids, your finances and stuff like that. Then yeah, I think you've got every right, or even just his mood, you've got every right to bring something up. The same way that they were bringing up tech before, you know. So I think it's the same kind of thing, and I don't think you should be nervous to bring up any issue in any relationship. It's all about communication and stuff. You just got to figure out and doing it the right way. And it's not going as an accusation or making him feel like he's got a problem. Problem. It's just more of hey, listen, I think this is where this is going, and here's what my concerns are and how do we navigate this together and all that other stuff. I will say if it was enough for her to write in about it, it's something that's affecting their marriages, except affecting their home life. And it's something that should be addressed to the degree you address it is up to you because only you know how severely it's impacting your world, your life, your marriage, your relationship. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have to gauge that and see where this conversation starts and how far you want to take it. I agree. Agree all around. Um, dear Albie Mayo, like at gmail.com, I thank you both for being here. Always a pleasure. And uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. Email us, hit us up. We'll catch you later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.